Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff, really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail so that way you can say, does this apply to me and how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, uh, welcome to the, the uh, weekly update for Fitbucks on finances. Uh, as you guys know, we normally do this blog every week where we put out content of just things that are happening in student loans, mortgage, home buying updates, investment updates, primarily towards young professionals. Um, we decided to start live uh, streaming it too. So that way, if you guys have any questions, uh, you can let me know. Um, I should be able to pull this up. Let me just go in here and see if I can pull it up while we're doing this so I can see if there's any questions and whatnot. And uh yeah, we'll, we'll get going for there. Um, jump right into it, okay? First and foremost, um, let me switch over because I know somebody just messaged me saying they're trying to uh, trying to send us a message. So I want to make sure that this is all working and up and, and everything correctly. Um, we're starting with student loans. This is a big one. Obviously, you guys know about the, the 10K and the 20K and loan forgiveness, all that type of stuff. But here's something that you don't know because we, we got this question quite a bit this week. Parent plus loans. Okay, and I want to go through this because this is where somebody was going to be making a mistake with, with our stuff. They actually said, well, parent plus loans, for example, don't qualify for income generating payment plans. And so they were going to be paying them off. Right. Um, I think this person owes something like one hundred thousand dollars on their parent plus loan. So they're going to be paying them off because um, they don't qualify for IDR. And. They had saved for the last three years, and it wasn't 100 grand, I'm sorry, it was probably about 50 grand, but they had saved for all of COVID. And they had the $50,000 to pay off the loans once they start back up and repayment starts. And they were going to pay off the parent loans prior to the loans kicking back in, so then they can focus on their other loans that they have for school. And that would have been a big, big mistake. And the reason why I'm saying that is because as of what we know right now, Parent PLUS loans qualify for this 10K or 20K in forgiveness. And so the person, the parent gets the $10,000 forgiven off of that amount and the student borrower, the new grad gets $10,000 forgiven also. Both people get forgiven. So before you just go off and pay this Parent PLUS loan off, this person could have got the $10,000 forgiven. So instead they're pausing letting the $10,000 get forgiven, that frees up another 10 grand in money that they can now use that they had saved to pay off their other loans that they had. So don't just blindly throw the money. I know a lot of you have been saving up a lot of money um, during COVID. So that way, when payment starts, you can throw the money at your loan. But if you have parent plus loans, make sure that you're smart about it. Uh, other piece on uh, student loans. Um, not much, right? Everything's kind of the same news. Uh, the forms are going to be out in October to fill out for the loan forgiveness stuff. As you guys know, though, the big thing on that that I've been saying is, is there going to be a lawsuit 
that is filed prior to the loan forgiveness happening. Um, I've been saying, I think there's going to be, and that's the big update uh, this week is that there's actually a number of different parties that are saying they're going to file a lawsuit. They're just trying to figure out what's the best route to go to, to win in court because they've identified three or four or five different ways they can go about it. So their legal teams are trying to figure out what's the, the most appropriate way. So the big question now becomes if they do file those lawsuits, does a judge put like a stay on, on it? Meaning they can't do loan forgiveness until there's like, it gets through the court system. We'll see again, they say they're going to do it. It might just be rhetoric to get ready for the midterm stirrups and base. I don't know. Um, I think they're going to, so keep an eye out and, and obviously we will keep you updated on, on all that. Okay. So that being said, we're going to, uh, Home ownership, mortgages, all that type of stuff. What are we seeing there? Um, rates been increasing at the fastest rate that they've gone up in like 12, 15, 20 years, something like that. Um, mortgage rates are at 6% right now. And I mean, we've talked to a lot of people that got like pre-qualified five, six months ago, have been looking for a house, finally got an offer accepted. Now they go get the loan and it's like, no, it's not going to be a three and a half percent interest rate. It's going to be a six and now they can't afford the house, right? So that's that's the reality of what's going on right now. and you know, real estate is really different every every market you go into. So I'm going to talk about some general numbers because we're starting to see the recession hit. And you guys have, have seen in the weekly updates in the past, uh, some of the live chats that I've done about we're going to be hitting a recession. Like that is my opinion. I'm pretty confident on it. We're technically already in a recession, but I'm talking about seeing asset values go down. And then once they go down, we hit the recession because of how much money is in the economy you're going to see. And when they cut interest rates, you're going to see it go through the moon, like real estate prices and stocks and all that stuff. But we're going to see this massive lull and boom, that's, that's my opinion of what we're going to, what's going to happen. Back to mortgages though. These are some of the stats that came out this week. Um, none of them are good. <laughs> Averages uh, existing home sales are down 20%. That's not good. Um, new home sales. So these are like new construction is down 30%. Um, again, not good. Okay. Where are we seeing the most heavily hit? It's the West Coast, the states on the West Coast, specifically, for example, like California, the existing home sales, again, for the nation are down 20%. California was down 31%. Okay, quite a bit. Uh, places like San Diego are down 41%. All right, for existing home sales. Now, I also said new home sales. So like 30% is down for new home sales. In the West Coast, new home sales are down 50%. Like that's massive. So we're already seeing the real estate market get hit um, on that 20% on the West Coast pretty significantly. How will it hit the rest of the country? We'll see. I know every market's different, but like, for example, where we live at, we're seeing houses stay on the market longer, but they're not really dropping in price. So there's that. Now, if you are home buying, um, we are going to be doing a massive live chat coming up on Thursday. We're going to be actually doing this every quarter uh, in our Fitbox Finance group on, on Facebook. Um, and then we'll be putting it on as a podcast and everything else too. But every quarter, uh, our new mortgage and lending partner, Neil Homos, his name is Josh, 
Uh, he's going to come on and give just updates about what he's seeing. And he's also going to be sharing some stuff. We're going to be doing a separate uh, podcast or live chat also with him. So one quarterly update, but then we're also going to have him coming on and doing intermittent things about like, Hey, look, there's an investment opportunity, or this is how you can actually buy a house right now in this market and still give a seller what they want, but save a ton of money. So there's different tricks and tips that he's going to go out and provide for us on that. So, you know, keep an eye out. If you guys want more information on, on the housing market, you know, that's coming up this Thursday, I believe, um, Thursday morning. And we'll be live chatting. You can watch the replay. We'll be putting it into a podcast also. So, you know, make sure you check that out. Uh, last up on the docket for today uh, for updates, investments. The same thing with, with real estate. Um, I look at it and I say, what are the tailwinds and what are the headwinds? So when we look at, when we're investing, when I, when I look at stocks and stuff, you look at a company and you say, the tailwind is like, what's going to drive this thing up? A headwind is, what is it fighting to, to go down? Okay. Um, when I look at the market, especially the stock market, I can't really tell you any tailwinds in the short, short run. Now, long run, inflation, I think it's going to make everything just like stupid expensive. Um, but right now with, with what I'm seeing in the market, um, some of the valuations have gone down. I still think there's still a lot of fluff in the market. Um you know, I go out and look at, at consumers. I don't see them spending. Um, I've gone out just my personal observations. I, I travel a lot. You guys know this. So like I've been in Texas, California, Michigan, and Florida all in the last three to four weeks. Restaurants you go into are dead. Most of the time, these places have wait, wait lists that I've gone to. Um, no one's out buying anything. I walked through a mall the other day on Labor Day. No one was there. Like, and I know a lot of stuff gets bought online now, but I started looking at earnings reports and stuff from companies. And I, I started hearing from people I know that ship things and they're saying how like they have empty containers, like they're not even filling their containers on shipping boats. Like it's, I don't see anything driving the stock market up um, between now and like the end of the year. If not that like, you know, sooner or later, I think it's going to be going down. But like I always say, you can't time it. Like I, it's going to go down and in some time it's going to go up because of, in my opinion, what they're doing with stimulus. So again, that's why you start dollar cost averaging in let invest for money management, unless they're like a real investor, then yeah, you're doing it full time. You're doing all that stuff. Like that's different. I'm talking about like for the most of us that are just trying to get a decent return on our money, um, put it in, keep putting it in. But some other statistics that we, because I've had some questions, I actually just got a question over on Facebook, like, why do I think the markets are, are going to keep going down? What are those, some of those headwinds? Um, for example, this week, $18 billion was taken out of the stock market. That's a lot of money. Okay. Um, companies are laying off employees left and right. A lot of tech companies are laying people off all over the place. Okay. Um, don't quote me on this, but the, because I can't remember the stat on top of my head, but the Federal Reserve uh, just came out today to say that household total wealth in this country dropped something like $4 trillion. It was like the biggest drop that we've had in like 15 years or something like that. Um, so I, I just keep looking at all this, these different things coming in. And I mean, there's always biases too. Maybe it's, I'm just, I, yeah, I'm looking at this and I'm like, 
you know, this is going to get ugly. And so maybe I'm only looking at things that are catching my eye that are ugly, but I've talked to guys that I know that are on wall street still. And they're just like, yeah, I, long run is going to be, you know, it's going to be good, but in the short run, there's going to be some pain. So again, that's what we see. Um, but this week, <laughs> this is where it's like, you can't time this up. You, you from Monday to, to or Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, I can't remember day, but through midweek, the stock market was getting slaughtered. It was down a lot. And then Thursday and Friday, it went right back up and actually ended the week 2% up relative to the, the, the week previous. You can't, t- you can't try to time this stuff, right? Just put the money in, dollar cost average in your 401ks and your IRAs. And then if you're doing investments on the side, then figure out what you want to do with that money. But like retirement accounts, Roth IRAs, just keep investing. You're good to go. Um, so that is the weekly update uh, from a financial perspective today of student loans, home ownership, mortgages, um, investing. Like I said, guys, we'll be having Josh come on to do our quarterly uh, just synopsis of, synopsis of what he's seeing in the real estate market um, coming up on Thursday. Um, that's going to be hosted in our live in our uh, Fitbucks finance group on Facebook. Uh, of course, we'll be dropping that into a podcast afterwards. And again, thank you for joining. We'll be talking to you guys soon.